Good defense. Lead pass. Whoa! Oh, oh, stop my. it! Stop it! And they not do him like that! What are you doing, Dragons? Did you not get the memo? Oh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby mums and baby dads, animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Take It to the Room podcast with myself, Rods, aka R467, aka oh, Draymond Green, aka the Nets' secret weapon. You know, can I say I made the calls? I did, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> to the left, we've got. The one of the most annoying people ever. Um, <laughs> he he is a Lakers fan. <laughs> oh, is that me? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, was thinking, I was thinking it was the name first. <laughs> I thought that was coming for me. <laughs> Everyone was like, who's that for? <laughs> Not man like Jay Boogs. Come on. Champion and that. <laughs> We've got the pioneer. The worst person to walk earth. <laughs> Whoa. Love the L. As a bit much, it's a bit much. We've got the most gassed up person here because of certain reasons. We've got man like Dylan. Yeah, Simmons. Yeah, because he, he's he's uh he's going through tough times right now, so he, just, <laughs> he needs to just stay there with with Jordan there. Yeah. And today I got COVID. I got COVID. <laughs> okay, well he said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and today we've got a special guest. The one he comes with the most heat. It is so annoying to go against this guy in the group chat when it comes to basketball because he just he he he, he caps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Who's capping? Who's capping? <laughs> We've got a man like Cameron. Jeez. So before we do start, a few questions which be evident. Cameron, what team do you support and who are your three favorite players to watch? Uh, I'm an LA Clippers fan and I was a Clippers fan before we got Kawhi and PG I was a Clippers fan when we drafted Blake Griffin and then all the all the struggle years in between um, my three favourite players to watch like all time Carmelo Anthony mm-hmm. obviously of, of recent he's slowed down a bit but Prime Melo in Denver and New York that's that, that was perfect to watch uh, LeBron always because he's the goat, and I'm not trying to hear nothing Woo! else. I'm not trying to hear nothing else. Hi, guy, I like you already. Hundred <laughs> percent. What is going on? Here? <laughs> some, some imitation guy that needs to take you know a couple years off because mm. uh, you know the heat got too uh, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> handle the pressure. Some guys come into the league with the pressure and they. They turn into diamonds. Other man, they they turn to cigar smoke. So you know. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. Are we talking about like right now favorite players to watch? Or yeah, all time? Cool time right now. Combination everything. You know what? Yeah. If we're talking right now, yeah, I can't even lie. As much as I hate on him, Joe Embiid. In fact, no, give me Jokic. Give me Jokic. I like I like a big man who can pass the ball, move it around. You know, he can, he can, do, he can do all kinds of things. And he's, a, he's an exciting player as well. Yeah, give me Jokic. I like that. I know Dylan's burning at that really one. Hate. Yeah, he, really he, hate. He heard him. He was like, yeah! <laughs> you heard the first name that came out of his mouth. Goat, man. Indeed. 
since you mentioned the goat, I have a question. Is LeBron James the most criticised player of this generation? Without, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. There's, there's no one else. When you think, like, LeBron's, LeBron's been, what, in media, in, in all kinds of environments where everyone's saying his name, everyone wants X, Y, Z from him. And all he does is, is, is rise above it, do what he needs to do, win his championships. He, he should have won however many MVPs in this time, but he hasn't. And, and I think the MVP count is probably the easiest way to say that he's the most criticised because you can't honestly tell me, yeah, from the period that LeBron has how many? Four? Yeah. Four yeah. MVPs. You're telling me LeBron James in 18 seasons was only the best player four times. Is that what, is that what you're saying to me? He's still well, the best player in the NBA. Of course, of course he is. You know what, yeah? When it As comes to the coach, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, chat yeah, to me. Yeah, Regular yeah. season, he's a different guy. Don't chat to me in the playoffs, isn't it? Yeah. Goat man yeah. is the goat. And if, if we're being real, he only started taking a regular season off recently. He only really started taking a regular season off recently. But he, he's been robbed of, of, some, of uh, some MVPs. And you have to put that down to, to hard, hard facts. And that's because people are hating. The media are hating. Yanis definitely shouldn't have won MVP last year. And we know this. And, and it showed. It showed. Because my guy won his MVP awards. And what was he doing? He was at home early, bro. Home early. Losing. Early. Losing. Yeah, how can your most valuable? How can the most valuable player be at home on the sofa watching watching his younger brother in the finals? Obviously, his brothers his brother played as many minutes as he did. In fact, no, his brother played one more minute than he did in the finals. But, <laughs> come, on, come on, let's 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 not let's not play around here. We know what it is. The guy's criticized. He's hated on, and and it's gonna keep being that way until he retires. Give LeBron his flowers. Give LeBron his flowers, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's true because, um, here for example, for that like, we really have to take this in. Yeah, I'm gonna um, send me a shot. You come in, send me a shot. But the Clippers last year, that atrocious three-one. Like phew, Kawhi didn't even hold corn like that. When you deep it, he he did not hold corn like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't hold corn like that. PG got more corn than Kawhi. Deservedly so. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Rightfully okay, so. I hear it, yeah. But this is... Ka- Kawhi was also there as well. He was yeah, also playing. Yeah. Look, look, I mean, look. Like, that's the thing. And it looks like it just gets shrugged off. Like, eh. I'm thinking, what? If that was LeBron, even right now, even in every single yeah. debate now, till yeah, but now. yeah, but LeBron is like, like he's arguably the goat. So obviously, you're gonna have that. Not arguably, LeBron, LeBron's the goat. Arguably, If anything, like, with LeBron, if anything happens wrong, like let's say, okay, cool. Um, he makes a play. He does something, but he makes the right play or does something. He's gonna get criticized. Why did you pass? Why don't you go in? Fam, it's about that, making the right play. Fam, is that the Danny Green thing, isn't it? How much criticism did he get for that right play, you know? No matter what, yeah. If he didn't pass it out, still went up. They didn't call no foul, no nothing. Tough shot and he missed. They'll be saying, 
Why didn't he pass it down in green? He was open. Yeah, Why he passed to KCP in the corner? He was open. He does that. Why didn't you score over three men jumping in the air, throwing body at you? But MJ would. But what the f- what, what, what is that? Would, would, would. Would. Back to the yeah, yeah but the media is different now as well, though. You could say, yeah. Like it's a lot more. It's a lot harsher now. Of course. And there's a lot more people talking now. And a lot more. Like if MJ was in this era, he would. He wouldn't. I don't think he'd get as much as LeBron. Like LeBron gets unprecedented hate. To be fair. But it's always going to be more than it than it used to be, because the media is so much bigger. And social media too. Like social media, yeah. I will see a tweet. It will be a tweet about something. Something else could be. I don't know. Um, well, it could be, well, Lou Will, or it could be Luka Doncic, like whatever. The first thing I see under the tweet is Le Fraud. Le, Le, I'm thinking. What does this have to do with LeBron? This is ridiculous. Every single tweet, there'll be a tweet. So and so player went off for 40 points. Ah, oh, the fraud couldn't. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did he even play? <laughs> he didn't even like what? <laughs> it makes no sense. So for me, yeah, 100 percent like, and obviously to Dennis Play as well, yeah, the media is, is different. There's so more, there's there's so many avenues. Actually, talk and say stuff um, about anyone, and it's like LeBron's always the headline of it, and it, it just happens. But if it wasn't happening, would we really be thinking, Is this guy really the best? Because you're only going to get hate when you're doing something right. Uh huh. So, yeah, but I think with LeBron, and I feel with him, it's a lot more because I mean, LeBron is someone that is always seen to do the right things like social injustices and all the wrong things that happens in the world he speaks very well about it do you know what I'm saying so and he does it and I don't really want to compare to Jordan in it but I think as they're both the GOATs I can just slightly drag this comparison in it like Jordan didn't speak about their matters because he always thought and he knew especially at that time it would hurt his mind he would hurt his pocket in it like speaking about the wrong things and the social in- injustice, um, yeah, injustice things that, uh, in the 90s, arguably could have got you a much lesser contract, hampered your endorsement deals. But LeBron does it. Obviously, he's still got the bag, but he does it in the right way that the media, like they always find something to criticize, but there's nothing really to criticize. You know what I mean? And I think the real hate, I feel a lot of them stems from you know, always the Miami thing when he left, like. And I just feel they've always leached off that. Because before that, remember, he had a dead team, came out of high school, and they were getting past like the first, second round with a shocking team. And anyone with a brain, like, you can all look back at it now. It's arguably correct that LeBron wasted his first few years at the Cavs. He should have probably cut earlier. Like He should and probably could have demanded a trade way earlier because the two extra years or three extra years he spent there... It's what's made this cost him from being right now having more chips because he could have gone to a better team oh, where he could have won earlier. No, but it's true, fam. He had this team was shocking, but he rolled it out, and I think he was he wasn't he was never the media's darling in it, but he was always that guy like I right, call. He's doing the right thing. He's riding out of his franchise, and as soon as he did what he did, going to Miami and joining Chris Bosh and D Wade, I feel. All the hate really started, and then when he lost to Dallas, it got worse. Then it's this, then it's that. Then when he won, it's like ah. Oh. Then when he won again, it's ah. Like, oh. And I always feel there's always that element of 
hate with LeBron. I don't really know why, though. I just feel like there's, like you said, they just hate on greatness, isn't it? To be fair, in terms of obviously the media and speaking about certain issues, in those days, it was more like you. Yes, it would be nice to get a word in, but it wasn't as, not to say, needed or looked for. Whereas now, if something happens, you, most people kind of expect, like, okay, people, like athletes and superstars of the league to actually speak and say something, say stuff about it. That's the thing. So it's now it's kind of more expected, whereas back then, it wasn't as much. It's not like, wait, okay, Jordan... You know, police brutality happened. What you got to say, or like, you know, what I mean, it was more like, I do what I need to do. And obviously, if I can say certain things, cool. But nowadays, it's like, yo, what are you going to say? They're looking at LeBron. They're looking at you know the quiet. Looking at these people to kind of be like, this has happened. What you got to say? This has happened. You need to react. You know what I mean? So I think, like I said, the media area is different now. Where People don't just look at athletes as just athletes. They're also now role models and you mm-hmm. know, looking at people like, okay, this has happened. We can make as much noise about it, but we need you to also speak about it too. So they're looking for that. And if everyone's going to go and speak on something like that, it's, it's going to be around no matter what. So I, I think that's why obviously it's different now, whereas like back in Jordan times... The... Let me ask you a question on that, Rodstow. Do you believe that if LeBron shut up about social injustice and really kept himself to just basketball, so strictly on the court, doesn't get involved with any of that, they would hate as much? Or, or do you reckon there will still be hate for the fact he's not talking about it? As much. They'll hate as much because it will now will be like, not only obviously with the hate that's happening now, that's one thing, but now also with that, it's going to be even more hate. Like, you haven't done anything for anyone. Or like, you know what I mean? Like the things that he's doing now, the, 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 the I promise schools and talking about this and and the way he's so involved now is like, yeah, okay, people do hate him, but they also still respect and love the fact of what he does, you know, b- besides a certain category of people, racist. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Put it out there. One more time for the ones at the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Racist people really won't appreciate what what he does in it, but if he never done that, even me, I'd be like, "Ha, LeBron, really nothing." I talk. I mean, with Earth, the influence and the power that you've got, I mean, come on, bro, at least sighing. You know what I'm saying? So I think they. You, know, you know, in the last dance, that was one of the biggest slights against Mike as well. That uh, yeah. when uh, when they had the opportunity to influence by. Uh, was it endorsing, endorsing like a, a black candidate? Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, was that, that governor or something like that? Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, a yeah. Politician of some sort. And he said, "Nah, I, I don't do that." I heard something him say. He's like, "Oh, Republicans buy buy my sneakers too." And I was like, "Bro, like, I I get I get money. Money is a is a thing, and money makes the world go around and whatnot. But at the same time, like, the." the Maybe the reason I don't think Mike is the goat is because I think he's an arsehole, isn't it? Like, if I'm being honest, like I think, I, I know, I, like you know, he's not a nice guy, isn't it? Like, fair, fair enough. If you're in the circle, you're in the circle. But outside of that, I don't think he's gonna treat you no no nice way. Careful, guy. Like, might take that personal. And does he have to? <laughs> of course, he doesn't have to. He can do whatever he wants to do, isn't it? I'm just saying. I'm just making my my own observation that that his lack of empathy showed extremely there. 
Whereas you look you look on the other side of it with LeBron, where all he does, and maybe maybe it's about where they came from as well. <coughs> LeBron came from the, the single parent household, whereas Mike had both his parents at home and grew up in like a relatively stable household where Mike didn't have to think about stuff like that, whereas LeBron did. So maybe that maybe that that could explain it, innit? But mm-hmm. not my goat, that's all I'm saying. My my goat <laughs> my, my <laughs> back in it. My goat goes back. Mike out here selling selling flipping retro ones for 190 and being shocked when kids get killed on the street for them, man. What's your, what's your comeback, Mr. Wallpaper Man with Hella Rings? <laughs> Listen, that's, the rings do all the talking, isn't it? The rings is still talking. <laughs> the rings are tainted as well, bro. I don't even want to really hear that. Coming them. from COVID, the COVID ring. Connoisseur. What? The yeah, COVID ring connoisseur. Fam, listen, yeah. If you give Jordan three months off, yeah, he's gonna go. He's he's gonna go and smoke hella cigars. He'll 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 be out of shape. He ain't gonna be with it. Do you know how much mental toughness you have, yeah, to understand that you don't know when this if this season come back, when it's coming back, when it's coming back. I'm gonna be ready. That that's not an easy thing to tell people that. Oh, this is what you're gonna have to do. So I don't I don't like when people say, oh, this is a tainted ring. It's a COVID ring, because you can. Let's let's talk about, about when Jordan played against Barkley and Phoenix, yeah? That's a tainted ring because he played against one good player. Let's let's talk about that's, a, that's completely different. Why is that completely, that's completely different? That's completely that's completely talking about different. situations. Talking, I'm, 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 the situation. This ain't tainted, this ain't tainted because of players, This ain't tainted because of players. This is tainted just because of this whole situation. Global pandemic where people like, are dying LeBron overcame it to win a championship. In the year yeah, COVID exactly. died. So it's different from every other ring that's ever happened. And, but you're it's saying different that, from every other ring that's ever happened. This is never how basketball is. It's, it's, it's completely different. It's completely different. Not, not everyone. No, not you're everyone mad. You're mad. You're mad. You're mad. And it showed, it showed with the Clippers. Not everyone can do that. The better team, who were the Clippers, they couldn't handle that. They were mentally weak. That's why we had to give Montrezl Harrell to the Lakers because he's a bum as well. He's, he's not mentally with it, bro. Like, <laughs> like it's facts. It's facts. Look, look go look I at was his. going to hold this. Go look at his production. Look, go look at his production in the in the in the bubble. Once he kept, obviously, I understand he went through a tough situation with his grandma passing and whatnot. But look at his production in the bubble. He was like that team, the Clippers. We weren't mentally tough in the bubble, and that's why we folded the way we did. None of your team were though, but none of your team wanted to be there. Really, hundred percent, hundred percent. I can't deny that, and it was evident. They, they they said it themselves. Jared Dudley said it after he spoke about um the meeting that they had that none of the Clippers wanted to be there, and it was evident. I don't know how we blew a three-one lead. It's because we weren't mentally tough. How hard is it to 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 not give up 12, 12 points in a game, seventeen points in a game? You're up by twenty something, and you can't even you can't close that. That's not that's mental weakness. But LeBron don't have them issues. Ooh, gold man, gold man, yeah, that's is what I like. <laughs> He's a leader, though, isn't it? He's a leader. Who, LeBron? Yeah, he's a leader. He's 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 completely different to them too. Hundred percent. Love to have him in the Clippers, but you know. I think we can all agree that LeBron James is the most criticized player of our generation. Um, yeah, but it comes with the kind of person and the things he does. That's you know, like I say, in this life, you, you can't impress everyone. You know, you, it's not everyone that you can make happy, and that's the reality. But you know how the media, are, how people are. We'll see what goes from there. Um, moving on, there's a, a few rumors that have come up about trades. 
and teams getting, you know, might get rid of players and such. So, um, apart from this, Pelicans are looking to possibly trade Lonzo and JJ Reddick. What do you guys think about it? Should they go through it? Should they pull the trigger? Should they hold one or not? Or what do you guys think? With, with the with the Pels right now, they're in an iffy situation because they know who their two best players are, Brandon Ingram and Zion. They've got Stephen Adams as a de- relative defensive anchor in the centre who's, who's not like crazy old and his contract isn't outrageous. You've just played Brandon Ingram. You, you know you're paying Zion regardless of what his health condition is anyway. So at this point, you need to make a decision. Are we going to win in the next couple of years when we can afford to keep all these players together or do we need to make a move? I personally, if I was them, I wouldn't give up. I, I would, JJ Reddick, maybe, if people want him, like if there's trade value for him. But I wouldn't give up Lonzo because you could, Lonzo's not having a sensational year. You could keep Lonzo on a contract for the next four years, probably like 12 mil a year. And you could still keep that those four players together if you really wanted to. It's a decent core to build around. But what, what's, what, what, what do the Pelicans need? Because you can't tell me they're going to beat the Clippers, the Lakers, probably not even Denver. Uh, they probably wouldn't even knock off Portland. Like, even if they, if you, even if they trade them for, uh, I don't know, Zach Levine or whatever, they're not all, all of a sudden going to be a top three seed in the West. The West is tough, so I don't see a point. I, I, I think they need to steer the steer the course. Don't make any moves. If you want to make salary cap moves, I understand that. If you, if you think about signing people in free agency coming up, but outside of that, it don't make sense because there's unless they're going to get a superstar, superstar. They're not going to be the best team in the West. And at the end of the day, no one plays the game to lose. So why, I don't see why you'd make all those roster moves, literally uh, be forced to make to move one of your core players outside of, uh, um, sorry, in, out of Zion or Brandon Ingram, just to get a player, maybe make a decent playoff run. But they're not going to make second round, even if they've got someone sick. So I don't, I don't think they should move them. Yeah, I... I... I don't think it makes sense. I mean, either way, Lonzo is still a good, decent point guard to have. And he doesn't demand too much. So it allows Ingram and Zion to really play their games because really and truly, the offense runs through both of them. Mm. few problems with Zion offense as well. Like, I get that he's freakish athlete, but you can't come in now just every single time to now jump over two, three people. You're getting doubled, even tripled. There's how many people open? Look, <laughs> as well, like it's not just people obviously shifting a lot of fault and blame at Lonzo as well. Oh, this is, but he's actually a good fit for them because he facilitates well. He doesn't he's not he's not a, he's a pass first point that works well for those two. Like you know, okay, he's gonna run a play for you. You know, he's the connection with him and Zion alone. You know, he's gonna find Zion in there. You know, he's gonna give the ball to Brandon Ingram in his spots once he picks his spots and stuff. So I don't think it makes sense. Redick. That one, do what you want in it because, you know, it's not like it's a, it's a huge piece to be missing. But obviously, if you're going to get rid of Reddick, you're going to ideally want a shooter to be there as well. You don't need as many touches. Uh, so, yeah. That's... I think Reddick's a good mentor for them, though, because they're all young. What did you say? Me- um, Reddick's a good mentor for a lot of them, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to have bets in the locker room and stuff. Yeah. Especially now they look through holiday as well. Mm. On what he's gone playoffs like literally he only missed playoffs last last yeah. last year and that's it so it's like he's he's been part of teams to make you know runs or to, to at least get there so it would be good 
for him. He's, to... ha- he's having a shaky year though, isn't it? Like he's not, he's not, he's not shooting well at all. No, but I think he's not even yeah. getting, he's not even shooting as much anyway because as much, yeah, he is. If it's not Zion on the ball, it's Ingram. If it's not Ingram, it's Zion. Regardless and... of his shooting volume, though, if if like for the player he is, he's a six-four shooting guard. So he's an undersized shooting guard who's supposed to be a shooter. If he's not shooting above thirty-six percent. His values, he he has next to no value, does he? Yeah. Realistic. He's, he's undersized when it comes to playing defense as well, unless he's guarding a, a point guard, and he's not even a point guard of the team. So, I, I don't know his contract per se, but if it's if it's anything above ten, and he's on, and, and this is this isn't his final year, I get why they trade him to be able to make more roster moves. But I, I go back to the same point, like they, I don't know what what they're hoping to get out of out of this trade, though, in it because I don't see them getting much better. I hope I hope I hope Lonzo goes to a good place though where he can actually like play. Yeah. But I, I like him on the Pelicans. That's the thing. I like him on the Pelicans. Him and him and Zion are like a pre, a pretty good one two. I say one two. Mm. Well, like Lonzo just giving him the ball, but still, like it's a it's a good situation for him. And when Lonzo decides to be aggressive and turns up as well, it creates even more problems. Like mm-hmm. you know, once he as once he go as he goes for like twenty plus. And you know Zion and and Brandon they're already hitting twenty five plus. It does yeah. and becomes more of an issue. And you know I'm not saying obviously he doesn't shoot well every night. You know from the free or mid range. But if he can develop that even more, and then obviously he has the scoring ability, but he just comes out in spurts. Like he'll come out one game, two games, and he'll just be mediocre for a few. That's, that's a problem though, isn't it? Like he's he's at this point he's no he's becoming no longer a prospect. Prospect in it, like if we're being honest, his younger brother's now a prospect in it. They can't both be like there's a three-year age difference. So at this point, he's becoming like an NBA vet. If you're not consistent in your game, like you're you're gonna struggle, and that's what like with him. Everyone knows when he's assertive, he can get things done. He can be like a, a good player that any team would want to have because he can pass the ball and he can score when he wants to. But he's got that Ben Simmons energy where he's he's not like. He's not switched on, in it? Like, if, if you have no desire to score... You're nice game. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the Dylan gene. The Dylan gene. I'm way too old for this. I was waiting for that. I was waiting, I was waiting for The shot came earlier than I expected. I can't wait. The <laughs> Dylan gene. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new one, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, go go off camera. This is this. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 he was to go somewhere, where do you think like his best land for Lonzo? I don't know about Ginger Reddick because he's he's an old. He's like 35 years old and he's a shooter who can't shoot right now. But Lonzo, like best landing spot for him. I, the Clippers need a point guard, so I'd be biased and say I'd I'd definitely take him. I was gonna say that as well. Like we don't need some, we don't not really need someone to score points. Like give us eight points a game, I'd be happy with that. But it's more about the assist, the distribution, like the the floor general. We need that because yeah, I, one of our biggest problems in the playoffs last year was when it got tight in time. Kawhi was the one handling the ball, and he couldn't get to his spots because they he were just they were guarding him around the perimeter, we're not letting him letting him inside. He couldn't get anywhere, and he, the only way he could do it is if he's off ball. But if you give the ball up to someone else, it's a mess. So we definitely need uh, we definitely need uh, a floor general. I think uh, who there was another team rumored to try. Chicago, I heard Chicago. 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 
Yeah. But I don't see why. They just they drafted Kobe White like what two a year or two ago now? Like Yeah, but they're not too keen on him though. How I don't understand. Like it, it don't make sense because they did the same with they they, they got Chris Chris Dunn in the trade and they were happy yeah. with him. Then they drafted Kobe White and let Chris Dunn go. If you now trade for Lonzo and let Kobe White go, like they're just it don't make sense to me, but bad organizations make bad moves, innit? And Chicago ain't been good for a while now. That's true. Yeah. I got a couple things on that to be fair. Like I think Lonzo to me, it does work. But I, I know I can understand them trading him because I believe he won't sign for them because they won't give him the money he wants. Maybe. And I think that disparity will lead arguably to just him going as a free agent and them not being able to get anyone for him, which is why they're trying to exercise the market and see what they get they can get, because obviously his contract's expiring at the end of the season. But um, going off your point, really, Cam, like, it does work. But it's just because you know you're arguably going to have to give, well, given Brandon, B.I. already max, probably going to have to give up when Zion eventually gets to pass his rookie contract. Oh, that's that's this season. It's two or three years. Two years, isn't it? For what? The rookie contract? Yeah, two or three. Two, and then and then they, they get a two-year team option. So they'll re-up him for another two. So he'll be a free agent, what, in 2024, summer? So that's exactly when he'll be obviously getting the max. Yeah. And they'll have still have B.I. and him on the max. And again, obviously, this, the max might go up a little bit by 2024. But still, I know Lonzo wants big contract. And I don't see Pelicans giving that, knowing they're going to have to eventually give. And obviously, it's not going to be a two-year <laughs> what he wants. It's going to yeah, be a four or five-year deal. Either way, it's going to be a thing where I don't see them being able to agree unless Lonzo says, all right, I really believe in this team. I'm going to drop a bit less to fix, somehow feel this team's going to win. Yeah. But I, I I don't see it, if I'm going to be honest. He, he has to get more money than Fultz. I think in my eyes, because he's like, Fultz hasn't been the player he's always supposed to be, obviously due to unfortunate injuries. What did Fultz get? 20? He got 50 mil. 50 mil for, I think it was three... Four years, four years, yeah. Mm. So if he's not getting more than that and he's actually playing, he's like raw. I mean, he's so producing he... as much as Fultz, right? Not like if we're being honest, like Fultz missed all that time, couldn't shoot for however long, and still, like when he came back and he was at his most promising, you're like, okay, this guy can actually play ball. Like, mm. like I can, I can live with this. I can see why I pay him. With Lonzo, he hasn't shown like. Everyone knows he has talent, he has skill, he can play defence, he can pass the ball. But it's that scoring thing. When they pass him the ball and he's open, you see him start taking shots. But he's not consistent enough. And that's the issue. When I started shooting his elbow in, I was like, okay, this guy's serious now. Like He's going to start shooting properly. Instead of shooting with his elbow out like, I don't know if you can see my elbow, out like that. It's not showing up. Like I, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't get it. It's like Shaq with free throws. You're, you're a professional athlete. You get paid millions and there's a massive flaw in your game. Why is it taking you so long to fix it? Mm. And he's got it there. Now, I believe Lonzo's got the potential to just be an all-star. You know what I mean? Like an all-star point guard. And he's like, there's aspects to his game. Like he's a pass first. He's good on defense. Like he is very, very, very good being a floor general facilitating plays and it's just some games like one in eight games he'll go lights out and he'll be excellent he'll have a mad game like offensively 
But it's just the other games in between. It's just like, uh, 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 you're like, come on, man. And you know he can do it. Yeah. But he's just not consistent with it. And that's, really, that's probably why he's not going to get the money he's going to get. I feel like as well, like when... I feel like he doesn't proper go in as well because he also doesn't want to step on anyone's toes. Like, really night and night out, you're seeing Ingram and Zion, they're getting their rhythm and you know they are the main offensive weapons of the team. So for me, it's like, I think Lonzo's sort of like, okay, they're going off and they're doing their thing. Let me support them. And then there's a thing where, okay, cool, you're doing that, but then you're kind of holding yourself back as well. And you're not being as assertive, where, whereas when there's times where it's like, right, cool, I've got the ball, let me be aggressive, let me do my thing. He goes and does it, and it's like he, he plays well. So I think also there's a point of not stepping on their toes as well, or not causing any friction and holding the ball, like, oh, I was open here, why don't you pass, or, you know what I mean? So I feel like that also plays a part, just in terms of um, full comfortability and confidence and just like, because if he does have Zion and Ingram also telling telling him like, yo, when you've got it, go and do it. Like that's what we need you to do. We don't just need you to pass. We need you to actually do this as well. You're gonna feel more confident and better to actually go and do it. Oh lord. <laughs> oh yes. I can't believe. I it. forgot I had this. In there. I, <laughs> I had this. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. How do you feel good? <laughs> <laughs> I should I should have remembered I had I was like oh shit let me let me go and get my thing okay an interesting place that I put where I put Zion as well is the box you know mm. because, the box yeah you know I think yeah obviously Drew Holiday he's a great guard he's a great two way guard as well I know he can play make can be can be a point but I feel like he's best at the two where he guards the best. Usually, obviously, got Giannis there, so it's like he's going to guard the base the, the the better guard of the team, and he's also going to be able to get you buckets. So when you take away that kind of playmaking um, responsibility away from him, it frees him up more. And having Lonzo, who's a pure point, it will be better, and it will take Giannis off the ball and stop Giannis from always trying to get a shot from the three point line, driving in like you can't do that all the time. So I think it'll be better. If when Lonzo, if Lonzo was there and he was actually running the point show because you know he's going to find and see everyone. So I think that would also be a good one, to be fair. That would be a smart move for the for the Bucks as well. But at the same time, you already got one, you know, false profit in Giannis who can't shoot. Do you want to put another inconsistent shooter around him? Like the Bucks only really flourish when they've got like four other shooters on the court. Maybe I don't know. Like I, I, I agree though. Like I, th- I, that's not, that's not a bad fit at all. Bucks are the Bucks definitely have uh, cap problems now though, because they're playing Yanis, uh, Holiday, who's on twenty something a year. Uh, Middleton's on the max deal now. He's on what like five years, one eighty. Like oh. between the three, I don't think they could even afford to to have anyone else on a decent contract. Mm. Like. When you deep when you deep what like Lonzo's situation about becoming a free agent, even if he wanted somewhere between ten and fifteen mil, he's got to go to a team that doesn't have established superstars or, or, or superstars that are getting paid. You know, I can see him going Utah. Mm. I can see him going Utah that because be, Donovan Mitchell, like as 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 good as Donovan Mitchell is, he's not a point guard. Yeah. Like he's, he's yeah. an undersized shooter, but he he works in his fit in his where he is. Obviously, they just paid uh, Gobert. 
and Conley's on that stupid 30 oh, what, yeah. Memphis signed for banter. <laughs> well, at, at one point, it was the highest paid player in the year in the league. Made no but sense. that's going to be that's going to be uh, dropping out soon. So realistically, if Utah could acquire Alonso to put with Donovan Mitchell, it's a better look than I think what they've got right now because. Everyone's. I remember last year people were like, "Oh, Conley, he's gonna be like the sick defender." This guy is six foot one, yeah, and he's old now. Like, I'm not saying he can't ball and he can't do what he needs to do, but he's he's not gonna be the defender he used to be in it. True. But to That's counter that, the thing that I would say is, even though I agree that the trade makes better because of their age and everything, that I don't think I think Conley, like you said, is very much on his decline in it. But I just yeah. feel because they're in such a hot moment in it that they've won. They've they yeah. just lost their winning streak to the Nuggets and they are what? In their last 16 or 17 matches, they've lost once. So I feel they don't want to change anything. And also, like, Mike Conley's got the highest plus minus in the league as well. Is it? Yeah, it's 225. It's mad. Like, 225 difference in terms of plus minus um, in the league. So it's mad. Like, I don't, I don't see how they would do that because it's going so well. But if circumstances, if they were like the Mavs right now, I think they'll do it. Yeah, the, I, I, I didn't even think about that as well. There's no way they're going to do that, do they? If they, they're they're in a good too- season, yeah. yeah. Like, like the, if they're winning games, they don't, they're not going to see a reason to change the formula. Even though, if, I think even they know that when it comes to playoff time, though, all those teams in the West that are below them will all beat them. Literally, <laughs> nobody's bothered about this, you know. Nobody, like uh, even the Clippers, nah, we're not worried. Yeah, even if the Mavs, yeah, we're not worried. Like a lot of teams ain't worried. Like I think, I think right now, all the good, like in the West, I think all the good teams know they're gonna make the playoffs, and seeding matters relatively, but not like a crazier. I think people are just avoiding playing the Lakers in the first round. I think that's all it is. Everyone else is like, it is what it is. That like, we we think we can beat everyone else, so. I think the only games people in the West are really getting up for is when they play another good team. So, like, like when uh, when the Lakers and Clippers play, everyone knows that's going to be a good game. When the Clippers play Denver, they know that's going to be a good game. When the Lakers play Denver, they know it's going to be... Like, stuff like that. But no one's, like... like Dem- uh, no, one, no one really... I don't think people look at Utah the same way they look at those other top teams. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I agree. They're not going to make that move for London. That's true. Um, one other thing that I even saw as well, the Rockets were actually saying that they could trade. Rockets could trade Oladipo before the deadline. Really? Yeah, yeah, they said they could. Um, and I think Oladipo. I think when they did actually acquire him, uh, I'm sure he said he wants to go to Miami. Or he wanted to play in Miami. If but Miami, yeah. if Miami want him, that's a good move. But he's a free agent at the end of the season, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. whether like no one's going to trade for him unless they get a verbal confirmation that he's going to sign a, a long-term deal with them in the summer. I like the Miami fit a bit, but Miami, like Miami, had their sights on Yanis. Remember? Yeah. And you just see, you can just see it starting to go because they're not like it's. I don't know how they're struggling to get like like be an attractive destination for free agents, but uh, I don't love that. I don't love that at all. Like, I think they should still be looking at Bradley Bill instead of Victor Oladipo. Not saying that Oladipo is trash or nothing, but Oladipo is just coming off an injury, isn't it? Like, I think I think he should play out. Obviously, play out the year in in Houston and earn earn like earn like recognition that he can still play ball. Yeah. So that, 
come summertime, he can he can do what he wants to do. That's true. Did I you see him, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, he was you. Do you see him working in Houston at all? Because I like I like what Houston have done. Like, and I think people are sleeping. Like, I'm not saying they're gonna make a player from nothing, but Houston have a pretty decent foundation to do things in the future. Obviously, they got all those draft picks from the Harden trade. They still got John Wall. Christian Wood is looking like a baller. I can't even lie. Like he's looking super legit. Sure. If only people could work out with them and Demarcus Cousins as well. They they're definitely a playoff team in the future. Maybe not this year, but in the future they're a playoff team for sure. Yeah, I, I honestly yeah. like how the team looks. So when I was thinking that like, he wants something, can, okay, cool. I get it, but like you're actually in a good situation now. And on top of that, since you've been there, you're like one of the best defensive teams too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know why he wants to cut, bro, but yeah, I think yeah. they're all right. Get rid of you, get rid of Eric Gordon, gaze us out of there. <laughs> you know, get get a few players for him, get some assets and and build like that's that's what I was doing. Plus you have those assets to also trade and get people to fill out your rosters that like who you want. So I personally think that yeah, why wouldn't you I only say I don't think they should do it. But yeah, like you said, I think yeah, Oladipo definitely should play out the season so that he can and then you never know, like if they do make the playoffs. And he doesn't go as bad. Maybe he might look and be like, well, you know what? Maybe this yeah. is a, he's a good fit. And it's like, you, really and truly, you're playing, obviously playing with John Wall, who he, he's a great point guard for him as well, because it's like, yes, John Wall can obviously go get his own shot and he can facilitate, he can do all that. But you're more or less the weapon of the team. Like, you get, you're free to do what you want. You've got all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's similar to like the Pacers, but you're more free here and you're surrounded by better shooters. Yeah, you are. If you look at Miami as well, like they're not in, I'm not going to say they're imploding because they're still a good situation. But Miami in a very iffy situation right now where they're halfway between, they're in the bloody finals like what, a few months ago and now they're one of the worst records in the East. Bear in mind, obviously I get Jimmy Butler hasn't been there, but your decline should be that bad without without him. Like it should, it just shouldn't be. So if I was Oladipo, I'd be looking at the situation and be like, I get they got the coaches and it's Miami. Obviously, you got the the, the babes and that, but... <laughs> Miami Beach and that. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you can't, you can't lie, in it? Like, Stephen A says it every time. That's South Beach. South Beach is not a joke, in it? Like, like that's, that's one of the best places to live, to be. But is that a situation that you see yourself prospering? If I was him, because if he stays in Houston, he could, he could rob them. He could honestly, I, I feel like they'd happily give him the same contract he's on now for another four years. Mm. Because who, who, like no one's really looking to go to Houston like that as of now. At least if he signs a three, four-year deal with Houston, I think they'd easily give him 20 a year. Coming off an injury as well. And they've they've obviously saved a lot of getting rid of Harden, in it? Which was a, yeah. a max, a very, very, very big max contract. So, yeah. again, if they're giving him what he's on now, they'll still have enough space to make moves for another good person within the squad. So, yeah, I agree. That's true, that's true. Um, moving on from there, uh, what team has been the biggest disappointment and surprise of the season so far? Obviously, Miami, because of what I just said, said in it, like they were in the NBA Finals, they took the Lakers to six games. 
with mm. hella injuries and that. Sure. For them to be one of the worst teams. Uh, I don't want to say Washington because I don't have expectations of Washington. I, I haven't had expectations of Washington in years. But knowing that Bradley Bill is balling the way he is, knowing that Westbrook's, even though people are saying how, how bad Westbrook's been, look at his numbers. They're not terrible. Like, they're, he's putting up good enough numbers to win to win more games than they have so far. Fair enough, they knocked off the Nets like a few, like a week ago or something. But there's no consistency in that team at all. So I would almost say, if you had to put on paper, okay, there's a team that has Westbrook and Bradley Bill. With that alone, and let's say you just put uh, minimum, minimum, vet minimum players around them, they should win way more games than they have. Like, in the East as well, they're struggling. I'd, I'd definitely say those two. Yeah, I would. I would say as um, the Mavs. Yeah, that was one of mine. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. I don't know what's going on there. And mm. I said it before when people were saying Luca MVP. This is. I said no. I said it's it's it's, it's not going to happen. I said it's not on. I, people were screaming at me. People were saying what? People thought I was hating. I wasn't hating. I just knew that this season wasn't going to be it for it. Like it wasn't going to be that. Yeah, I know he'll still get his numbers and do it, but like he is getting his numbers, but they're just losing, losing, losing. And it's like, bro, I mean, that is a bit of disappointment because I thought they was going to come this season hungry. Like, they took how what was it? Was it seven? Was it six, seven games against Clippers? Six. Six. So it was like, I'm thinking they're coming back. Like, I, we need to get past this hump because we was right there and just let it flop. And obviously, it was right there without Paul Zingas. Obviously, Paul Zingas ejected and him not being playing as well of injury side. So now him coming back, we should actually just focus on getting there. So that's a disappointment. Um, uh, yeah, that's what. Um, to be fair, low-key... Well, low-key... Okay, I'm not going to say Golden State as a whole, but more Kelly Oubre. It took him like six or seven games to hit his first three-point shot. Bearing mm-hmm. in mind, Golden State chuck up a lot of threes each game and he's getting a lot of looks that are open oh, and this Good looks. Open good looks. looks. Six or seven games to hit his first three. Come on. <laughs> that says it all. So, so, some, I saw someone say, not me in it, but... Um, not me, you <laughs> <laughs> definitely said that. No, not me, but apparently, since he got married, he hasn't been paid as well. Wow, you <laughs> got married, yeah, yeah. Uh, when <laughs> last, last summer, I, I can't remember, but I saw it, and uh, I saw it like. That is wild though, because he was he was like playing good basketball when he was at his Phoenix. Yeah, very good. Yeah, but like, why would you let him go? Like, he was actually a like good player, but boy, I I'm trying to look at what he's shooting three right now. Yeah, but ah, twenty three percent from the three point line. It's terrible. What what was it? Twenty three percent from three point line, Kelly Oubre. And he's attempting five threes a game. Oh my god, that means if he shoots five threes, he makes less than what I hit myself with maths and I didn't want to do it. It's terrible, bro. That's garbage, man. Also, the Raptors have been a disappointment for me as well. I, I mean, like, 
Because obviously, yes, they've won a few games, but at the start of the season and so far, I was thinking like disappointment. And to be fair, like Siakam as well, I've been screaming this. I don't think he's ready for a number one role. He's a support. Mm. He's like a he's a good number two, which is why the it bubble, worked when he was with Kawhi. The bubble exposed him. The bubble exposed oh, him. Exposed like, if you're being honest, Siakam is a spin move Yanis with a slightly better jump shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he's having... He's, he, like, obviously, when Kawhi was there, he wasn't the main focus, so he was putting up pretty good numbers, decent numbers. But as since he's been the number one option, it's it's been a bit peak for him. And I don't want to write him off because he's another one of those guys who's not so young that he's a rookie. He's like 25, 26 years old. But he's not a prospect anymore either, isn't it? Mm-hmm. At this point, it's it's about like what are you gonna like? How much better can you really get? So with him, I I think his game is calm. I think his game is there to be an all star. But for him, it's about his efficiencies, man. He's he he just doesn't shoot well. He he goes missing a lot. That's yeah. one of the things I noticed the most. Like I hate watching Toronto play because I think they're one of the they're not like Spurs boring like back in the day, but. They're not an entertaining team to watch, bar Fred Van Fleet dropping a random 54 points. But, <laughs> but you, you watch him play and there'll be times where, I don't even know if it's that they're not looking for him or he don't want the ball, but he's just hiding. Like, he's, he's not doing nothing. Just running around there like Pat Bev, just vibes. <laughs> just just <vibes>. chilling. <laughs> In the six, baby. Yeah, oh my! I like I like your shot. I like your shot for Dallas, though. I won't even think about that. But yeah, Dallas have been super disappointing, and I think part of it is the fact that they gave up. I like Loki, one of the best shooters in the league, in Seth Curry. Yeah, yeah. I'm think he's second best field goal percentage from the three. I think last year he led the league in three point percentage. Like getting rid of that was that was literally their additional firepower. I don't know why they let him walk away. Neither did I, bro. It didn't make no sense. I th- I think I think it's I think they saw you know how uh was it Trey Burke he yeah, played yeah. on the bubble, bubble and I think they they wanted to pair him with Luca so they traded Seth Curry to get Richardson who can play the three because that's obviously that's that's the move they made but it, it's not panning out that well for them <laughs> but I, I think look I, I think I'm biased in this regard as well because. I think Luca's good. He's very, very good, and he's very skilled. And I, I think he's gonna ha- do Yanis type numbers all the time, where put up silly points, he'll put up thirty points a game, all kinds of rebounds. He'll probably even triple double all the time. But they don't translate into wins. And I think it's because he takes bad shots. Yeah, like you watch Luca's highlights, and all of those stepbacks are contested. And fair enough, he makes a fair few of them, but he takes bad shots and. Bad shot, bad freeze, like long distance freeze, bad freeze lead to long rebounds for the other team to just get an easy layup at the other end of the court. And um, also, like, because Dallas was one of mine, and what I was going to say on them is, I feel, like you said, just losing Seth Curry is really not just stops, because he wasn't, he's not a great playmaker, but I feel when he's got, he's handling it, and I feel he's underrated in his decision making. Yeah. I think you're alluding to that about, um, even when it comes to Porzingis and Donachich, I feel over the course of it, like the both of them, when it comes to making the right play at the right time and you're guarded by two and making the... I don't see Donachich always making the correct play. And I always believe Porzingis isn't that guy to always be clutch enough to finish. 
And I feel Seth Curry was always the extra person on the edge that they could worry about and he could maybe make that pass to Donicic to hit the open shot. But I feel, yeah, this year it's just not, it's not really worked out, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. I think, I think, uh, what's it called? I think Dallas were heavily relying on the Paul Zingas luca connection. Yeah. Paul Zingas' health just isn't, it's it's not levels in it. Like he's he's a seven three big man. He's pretty athletic, but his le- his legs and feet, like his lower extremities, don't want him to be. So, him him not being on the court, Luca carrying the load vast majority of the time. What I think Luca's gonna gonna start happening as well. He's gonna start getting little nicks because people are fouling him pretty hard whenever he's like he's going to the basket and stuff because he's so tricky and stuff like that. You're not gonna let a guy euro step you more than twice before you 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 put some weight behind your foul on him. Mm. And, you see him like getting angry with the refs and stuff. Like, oh, I think he's kind of dramatic in in that regard. But either way, like, soon soon enough, people are gonna stop like allowing him to do the things he's doing, and it's just gonna result in him picking up uh, little nicks and stuff like that, like small little injuries. That I don't know what Dallas can do to be better because they've invested so heavily in those two players. Yeah, like, like they can both shoot. Uh, Luca's a great passer, so you don't you don't really need a point guard. So ideally, you just need a spot up three point shooting point guard. I don't I don't I don't really get what what kind of uh, what am I looking for? Like what kind of what kind of guys are available for them to even pick up? So like if we think about it now, Seth Curry is, is is the perfect fit for for that team. So they kind of up. what you were saying, Cam, and I think you're going back to what we went on earlier about Lonzo potentially there. Someone that yes. can handle the floor could make just literally say Donicic, you're not a point guard. You're gonna be you handle it sometimes, but playing that shooting guard kind of role where you're just playing your game. The offense doesn't always run through you, even though you'll probably always get the ball when it comes to it. But it's like we get the ball from a rebound or from an inbound pass and let Lonzo just work out because I feel I don't feel he's the greatest facilitator of the offense, Donicic. I think he's a great scorer. I also believe he can create his own shot. He can shoot virtually everywhere across the court. But I just feel they could, they could, yeah, because like, like he's very good. For, they've got players. I just feel they need more facilitating. I don't see that enough from them this year. Lonzo could be a shout there. Mm, that's right. If he can fix that damn jump shot, then definitely. No, yeah, right. <laughs> that is a lot of fixing. <laughs> I, I will. I will also. What kind of a. Yeah, surprise, but also giving props to is the Sixers because they've they have been playing well, um, especially on, um, I, I, and it's like they've been this first seed, which obviously I get is only reg season and stuff, but compared to what we've been used to seeing, this is like a whole different Sixers. And honestly, the, the I'm not gonna say the system because you know how Andre gets about that. I'm not gonna say the system, <laughs> <laughs> but the players. Who they've equipped? Obviously, Danny Green. He, he may not shoot as well, but he's still a body on defense. You know, it, it, it's still he's still there. Um, and like Seth Curry has actually been amazing for them. So they've actually found something that works, and this also allows obviously Simmons to just be facilitator and, and defend. He doesn't actually have to score as much, but when he does, is it makes it even more dangerous. But it also does kind of shadow the fact that he. Obviously, he's not doing as much offensively, but then he, he kind of like Embiid, Seth, Harris, they're kind of now feeling their flow. And 
Harris is always starting to come to his own. Like, not saying he's the mm. type of Harris where he was, where he was like best player, but he's really starting to play his game more and he feels, it looks like he's more comfortable out there. So um, I'm giving props to the Sixers as well. Uh, with, 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 uh, with the Sixers and Ben, like, and this is, for me, I feel bad because last season I was like, you know what, Embiid and Simmons can't work together. Like, I just, I, two guys who are not like shooters, who are, who Embiid needs his touches in the paint. Ben's going to always control the ball from the top of the key, but he can't shoot and he can't play really off him. It don't work. And I still believe they don't really work that well together. I think Embiid will benefit from a, from a, a, a better shooting uh, point guard or just another, a number two who's a better shooter. Yeah. So I think what it's down to now, because I think the six, seven, six are accepted. Ben is what Ben is and he's not going to, he's not, like, it's not, it's not going to change. And I don't even think it's through him not trying. Some people just can't shoot. And I think that's just a case with him, isn't it? I think his mechanics are off and all that. But right now with the, with the 76ers, I think the issues they're going to find with Ben Simmons is that he's just going to be an overpaid player now because he signed that that uh, that Derek Rose rule rookie max contract deal, mm. the same one that like, Embiid's on, where he's on like six years, 170-something, or five years, 170-something. So he's making big money, but he's not really like... Ben Ben will casually put up like eight, seven, and six, but he's not excelling at any point. Like the assists are pretty good, but if that eight was fifteen, it would be much better for the team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I just don't think I think his value is just going to start to go down, especially as he like when Ben Ben's what 24, 25 years old now. When he gets to like twenty six, twenty seven, and people stop because they I think people still look at Ben Simmons like a prospect. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. Bro, he he he's been in the league for he got drafted in twenty sixteen. Didn't play his first year, so he's he's this is his fourth year actually playing. But he's been in the league for five years now. It, it's not looking it's not looking too great, and skill wise, he hasn't gotten better since his rookie year. And a lot of like NBA analysts have said that, oh yeah, like this guy has not improved at all his game. True, he hasn't. And, and I agree. And if anything, he might have gotten worse because in his rookie year, he was putting up near 20 points I think like he was he was he was it was a question as to whether he was going to be an all-star I remember people were like complaining about it and he and he won rookie of the year didn't he over Donovan Mitchell yeah but you, you look at him now and it's like look at what per prime example look at how Donovan Mitchell's elevating a team compared where he where his other good player is a center and Rudy Gobert is, isn't half the player that Joe Embiid is sure. but, but there's a there's a massive difference between the two isn't it I think uh, I think the Celtics are going to evaluate Ben in a couple of years. Yeah, he's averaging twelve points this year. It's not like like remember people spoke about Ben Simmons in the same breath they spoke about the same anticipation they had about LeBron. 100%. Like he was very high regarded, and it was shown in college. And I feel in his rookie, his first official season when he played, he looked good, and it, you could see it. And I feel now. I don't know if it's the whole thing about the media saying you need a three-point shot or you need to do this, but I just feel in his first couple seasons, he was just, I'm playing in the inside. It's how I play. I don't really care what you say, but I feel slowly but surely he's eating at him. And for him to be averaging 12 points, he's not being aggressive. He's not been aggressive enough. And even I watched him against Arsenal. When he turns it on, goes to the inside, plays hard, a lot of people physically can't match him and he makes and one plays. He makes a lot of good 
baskets within the interior. So I don't know why his numbers are so low this year. But then when you look at what he's putting up, it's in terms of where he's shooting, it's not good looks. And I feel he just needs to improve himself. Because like you're saying, it, when your contract runs down, teams will look at you and be like, remember, it's a shooting league now. It's not the same as it was 20 years ago where you can get away with having a three-point shot. If you can't shoot, you're near enough nothing. And it's, it sounds mad, but it is what it is now. Like, if you can't say to yourself, I can knock down two to three three-point shots a game in this year, in this kind of NBA, I'm not sure. And I, Ben Simmons doesn't. He just, does he even knock down one a game? <laughs> so... It, you question about what he's really going to get. Yeah, he'll be in the league, but he won't be playing a, a top, top team if he doesn't improve. Mm. But do you think, yeah, do you think that is the Sixers' year this year? Can they really do some damage in the playoffs? Because, you know, ooh, Cameron, you know, like... <laughs> the thing is, yeah, and I, I, do, like, I, I, I do want the 76 to be good. One, because I think it makes Joe Embiid look a lot better. I think Embiid has been consistently improving his game since he got into the league. And this year with him, if I don't see him low manage as much, I'll be happy. If I see him, he's making an MVP run, if we're being honest. He is. Embiid's making an MVP run. His team are the best team in the in the East and he's putting up good numbers. So I'm, I'm, I want to see them do well. But this team, even as they are now, when it comes to the playoffs, they're not touching Brooklyn, let's be honest. They're not. Because they're, they're not going to be able to outscore Brooklyn. And everyone says, oh, Brooklyn can't play defence. Da, 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 da. What are they going to do with Joe Embiid? Embiid can put up 45 points. But those 45, po- 45 points will use three quarters of the shot clock. So the time it's taking him to score, Brooklyn are scoring X amount of points. They're not going to keep up with them. That's a fact. I don't even like them to beat Boston because Boston are so well coached, so well drilled. And if you look at Boston, the lack of players in terms of like they had they made uh they made the Eastern Conference Finals uh LeBron's last year in, in Cleveland and they were they they didn't have Kyrie, they didn't have Gordon Hayward, they were running with rookie Jason Tatum and they were making a deep playoff run. And every year since then, you've seen Tatum improve, Brown improve, they're better, they're getting better individually mm. as, as the personnel as they are. Yeah. And they're such a well well coached team. Come playoff time, they're a tough team to beat, if we're being honest. You've still got the fake MVP, Yanis, and, and his squad in Milwaukee, who, at the end of the day, they're going to be a tough team to beat. So there's that's three teams already that I'm not confident the 76 is going to beat. So I can't even I can't even see the... Like, there's a good chance they won't get out of the second round. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I was saying, yeah. There's a good chance they won't get, get out of the second round. And it's, it's tight. And right now, the East is the best East it's been in, like, the last decade. Yeah. Because... because Fair enough, you've got elite teams in the East like Brooklyn, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Boston and Philadelphia. But the talent below, even though they haven't got a star-studded teams, Indiana is still a good team. Like, like as, as much as people don't want to give them the credit they do, they deserve, Sabonis is a legit player. Michael Brogdon's playing well. Like, they're, 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 Indiana are a legit team. I like them. I know, I know Washington are washed, but Bradley Bill's still scoring 30, between 30 and 40 on most people's heads. They're a, they're, they're a tough team to beat, even though you're, you're still probably going to beat them. So a tough team to beat. So the East is tough this year, man. So even I, I don't I don't know. I, as I said, I don't think Embiid and Simmons can win the title together. 
I think Embiid needs a shooter. I think uh, someone who complements his game better than Ben Simmons does. So I don't think I don't think the semi is going to make a a deep playoff run, let alone win a title or get to the finals. And if they got to the finals yeah, and played the Lakers or the Clippers, how many games do you think it would take those teams to beat them? Five <laughs> max. Like I, you, you know, you know what's going to happen, man. Ben Simmons can't score in the regular season against lesser players in less pressured environments. How much more when it is so high pressure, everything is riding on every play. I'm sorry, I don't see Ben Simmons scoring enough to out help Embiid outscore the opposition, the, the LA sides, who I feel one of the two will be in the NBA. Well, I feel Lakers will be in the NBA Finals anyway. So, yeah, it's a bit... I don't know. With Philly, they're in a... Because I said it, and I said it in the pod, and I felt Harden would have suited, well, would have suited Philly more than the Nets. Because obviously they've got Kyrie and then KD, especially with the Kyrie kind of backcourt way it looks anyway. But um, with if the Sixers, I just, like, they, they had a banging team before when they had Butler there. Like, it, it looked good. That was, that was their year. That was their year. And obviously, they lost to that shot. <laughs> By Kawhi, which obviously that doesn't if that rims out that goes to OT and you never know. And again, shoulda, coulda, wouldas of the whole Golden State, would they, could they have been injured? Duh, 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 duh. But bearing in mind Toronto did face an injured Golden State and virtually not virtually, but they earned a free pass, but they won the title off that. I agree in saying that was their yeah, that was their strongest team. It's true, and even in that year, certain man were getting called out. Butler was saying it. People aren't working hard. We know mm. who is. We know Harris is. Of the stars. We know the stars is working hard, but we know who isn't because they've been the same person year in and year out. Butler's never wrong, bro. <laughs> he always says it. And he, Butler's one of the guys I love because he just says it as it is. And he has no filter because he's just come from such a rough, no filter upbringing with not living in people's yards and not having a yard. Like, he'll just say it as it is. And I agree that like, Simmons, like you said, Cam has arguably declined because his stock to me, like if it was his stock in football, or something where he's some a player's worth X amount of million, yeah, his stock's gone down. Oh, like ben, ben Simmons is not risen; he's not improved. Yeah, like, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you can say Donovan Mitchell; these are people that drafted. The year or year before around him, these are they all came in the NBA similar time to him. They, yeah, even BI, they've all excelled. These are high draft picks, have all excelled. And you've been in a team that have been in the playoffs each year. They're good with an elite, elite, elite player. Like I know um Tatum's had Kyrie there, Kemba, he's had good players, but him and Jalen Brown have taken it upon themselves to elevate. Donovan Mitchell, yeah, he had a back-to-back defensive player of the year. He's had the consistent three-point score in Joe Ingles and a really good pieces around him. But he took it upon him to say, Utah, I'm making sure we're going to elevate ourselves and da-da-da-da. But I think Ben Simmons, he's kind of just ridden along with it, like ridden along with the wave of the process and we're very we're a good side, but we're not a great side, but we're not a bad side. So we're just there, in it? Like, I just feel that's where he's at. It's true. When you really actually deeper, like, Jason Tatum, as a rookie, went to the conference finals. 
Donovan Mitchell will be a Thunder team that was supposed to, you know, really make a, some sort of run or cause some trouble. You know, he got taken down by the Rockets and the, like the teams that he got taken down by are teams that is hard to beat. Rockets were one barrage of threes, half or more and end up going in somehow. And, you know, it, and it was back to back. He had to face the Rockets team and they just had their number. And at that point, the the Daz couldn't really do much. You know, it's just like you can see the elevation in all the people that came same time as him, year before, maybe after. And it's like, what have you done? Like, Jason Tatum's footwork alone, that improved yeah. crazy. He's gone out of his way to go and train with Kobe, rest in peace. And how look how much he's excelled. Simmons is like he hasn't gone out of his way to do that. Even if, like, someone whose game is more like him, like LeBron, who he has access to, you know, there's you could do some things there. And obviously he did. Was it um, before... Uh, before they came back for, for the bubble, I think he, trained, he was training with him, but it's like he wasn't doing anything in off-season. All he was doing was running around here for Kendall Jenner, who's trying not to cheat on you as much. What are you doing? You're a joke, man. <laughs> so it's like, and, it, and it's annoying because the guy can be so good, but to run down the, to run down the court full speed and show, obviously, you can see his potential and see how he is, he's using that speed to run after a Kardashian. Does that make uh. That is so. Oh, that's sad. Oh, I felt that through. And on top of that, she got taken by Devin Booker. Who's a right, that, and that's why he scored because he can shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dylan Jean is real, fam. The lighty gene is real, bro. <laughs> that's what's like. I'm, I'm happy the sisters are doing well, but how long for? We just got to see in it. Like, and when it comes to playoffs, and then they're going to take Ben Simmons for Giannis, build that wall. And then they're doubling Embiid. Obviously, yes, yeah, Seth Curry's got a shine in Harris, but literally the only they beat the, the Lakers, yeah, but it was Harris's game winning shot. Yeah, you could say him yeah. push up, but really truly, that's it's normal now in the NBA to, when you're you're getting you're getting pushed off, so you just gotta kinda expect it. But yeah. they they won like that, you know, last shot. Come series time now, when when you're able to really break down and analyze a team, how you can throw them off their game. Yeah, let him be. Let's run him beat to the ground. Let him do what he's got to do. Eventually, he's gonna get tired, or he, you know, let him work, overwork himself. Like I said, coming, you can, you can drop forty-five points, but you see it every year with Giannis in the playoffs, bro. Teams double up on him in the interior, and they say, Milwaukee, what can you do without Giannis going in the interior? They'll be getting charges. They'll be doubling up and stopping him defensively, and to me. It happens a lot because, like you said, in the series, in a one-off game, in a regular season match, when you ain't got to face the team for another couple of weeks or with this COVID thing, they're doing back-to-backs, in it? But in a normal seven-game series, like you said, they've looked at the footage of the regular season. They've analysed previous rounds, if there are any, and it comes to it and it's like, cool, we know how to stop him and everyone's stoppable, in it? Like, everyone's human. Every player can be stopped, in it? And it's just the risk of stopping them. I mean, you doubling up or you leaving this player open. But it's like, if we're going to double up an Embiid, put two of our tallest, biggest, strongest men on Embiid and saying, cool, he's in the post, let him use his elbows, do what he has to do, take charges, take it, doubling up in it, make him hard for him to turn and get that fade or make his fade away, make it be tough. You're leaving Ben Simmons open. You see Ben Simmons standing at the perimeter like this. <laughs> ben Simmons, what's, what's... free. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Bro, 
I'm not even gonna look. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, say nothing. Just, just, just mean the rebound, yeah. Say nothing. I'll be at the other end waiting for the rebound because, um, or it might even be an air ball. Like that's how bad it is. Like there's no point even chancing on the guy. So it's just easier for teams to say when it comes to the playoffs that cool. Your star men in Embiid, Simmons. You got Harris. Harris is uh, not an elite player. He's a very good player, but Embiid's the problem. You stop the problem, you beat them. And I feel if you're a two man punch is what they kind of are. They're two man, one of the two teams you would say in Simmons and Embiid. The other man's weaker. Is the man a real man? Do you know what I'm saying? You've got Embiid and it's like a half man. I, I, Simmons is a half problem. He's not a full problem. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and you can see, you, the thing about Ben that makes me laugh here is that he's openly disrespected by the league now when it comes to him on the promo. Like, LeBron mm-hmm. is one of the worst ones who does it to him as well. LeBron's like, take the damn shot. I don't care, man. Let me just get it. <laughs> it's, it's so embarrassing to what Like... I don't obviously I'm not a pro athlete, but there's no way you're telling me you don't see that and get triggered. You're not rattled. So I, I don't I don't know where it is with Ben. One one thing I will say about Philly though, shout out to Tobias Harris. Because mm. he came to play this year, innit? Like yeah. he had he had that I think he should have made an all-star that his last year in in uh in LA when he was playing for the Clippers before we before we traded him. Uh but He's 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 there now, isn't it? And he's doing what what he he originally got signed sent there for. Yeah, like he's he's his game his game is. I think he just needed time to adapt and like uh, get used to playing with Embiid and Simmons. And yeah. I think I think low key I think Doc's basically not phased Ben out, but Ben is not really a part of the offense anymore. Yeah, like Ben Ben is a very good defensive player. I can't take that away from him. Ben is a very good defensive player. Obviously, his side and side speed and athleticism. It really comes into play when he's going up against, like he, he makes Kawhi's life hard. He makes LeBron's life a little bit hard. He makes uh, KD's life a little bit. No one really makes KD's life hard, but yeah. KD sees <laughs> tricky. <laughs> KD sees like, but but it's 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 always good to have have a perimeter defender that's six eight plus because yeah. you know the other team always has at least one good wing. So you know Ben, if if we need, you can go put, go, go on that guy, but. Offensively, I just don't think Philly are relying on him anymore, and it's working for them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's all Seth. It's Seth Harris and Bead, like Bead first, Harris or Seth, whoever, and it's, it's it's working for them. And I, I you know, we'll, we'll see how how long it goes for. You know, what what can they do? What noise? They're, they're gonna get rid. They're gonna get rid of Simmons the second Maxi Maxi like like gets even like not even a little bit better, but he just gets used to the NBA. Like, yeah. oh, don't be shocked if don't be shocked if like like halfway through the season. Maxi's minutes go up. I'm not saying Ben's are gonna go down, but they'll, they'll they match up Ben this summer. I won't be surprised. Yeah, I won't be surprised. So talking about obviously certain players and all star caliber players, um, they said that apparently now the NBA All Star game is happening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> obviously, Darren Fox said that is is stupid because if we have to wear a mask and follow all these procedures from regular games, what makes sense for All Star? But at the end of the day, like money makes the world go around. Go make money. If you don't go, you don't play, you'll get fined. So, you know. Um, but let's talk about all stars. I've got uh, I've got the list here. We're gonna start. This is the fan vote one, though, isn't it? This isn't yeah. like the official. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll start east. We'll start with. We'll start with the guards. Start with the, start with the guards. 
East side guards, um, what two guards do you have? Obviously, Cameron can go first and then... Uh, I would, you know what? I went, Brad, Brad Bill is, is, for me, it's no contest. He has to be one of the starting guards for the East. I went Jalen Brown, though, because Kyrie missed seven games. And uh, obviously, in those seven games, he had to do because of his COVID and his episode. I don't know what happened with him, but obviously he didn't play. So I was like, let me put Jalen Brown in there because Jalen Brown carried a lot for Boston when Jason Tatum had the COVID episode. Mm. And and he's been consistent this year. Like, I can't... I'm not, don't know, Kyrie, Kyrie's been balling, putting up buckets, and, and it's working for, for the Nets, like, 100%. But I gave, I gave the nod to Jalen Brown. I mean, I hear it. I hear that. Cool, Kyrie's missed games. It's not games. He missed, bro. He missed like how many? How many games have been in the season now? Like twenty-one. Twenty-one, yeah. Bro, he missed. He missed a third of the season already. Seven games. Seven games. He missed. He missed a third of the season. For what? He went injured. But like, obviously, <laughs> before, before that, he balled out. Cool. He had his own absence and such. Then he's come back and just, just like, no, nobody's been able to guard him. And that yeah. I, I like, deep it. These guys have been constantly, obviously, not knocking them on train, but these guys have been training, improving, and obviously getting the touches in the minutes. Kyrie's played seven games, comebacks, and he's like, okay, I'm here, guys. <laughs> no, look at the stuff I'm doing, and I'm not even. I'm gonna say okay. Yes, he's. Like fully back, but I haven't even hit my full stride yet. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? And I'm adjusting to a whole new team. And I'm still dropping buckets efficiently. Efficiently, may I add. So, but I was really arguing here and because obviously in that time you've gone Jalen Brown, man. The way he's been, it was really hard for me to choose because the guy, like when Tatum was there, consistent, doing his thing. Tatum goes, and you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen now? Like, are they going to take hits or not? No. Jalen Brown was bossing it. So, I, it's, it's hard because I, I don't like, I want to put Kyrie there. And then I'm fine because Bill is there regardless. Like, yeah, hands up. I don't argue. I don't argue that I'm putting Bill there straight. Out of Brown and Kyrie, I'm, it's, it's tough. But obviously, yeah. <laughs> At least it's not a situation where there's a random guy in the conversation that shouldn't be there, in it. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, I'm not mad if Jalen Brown doesn't start as long as he makes it. Like Jalen Brown has yeah. to make it all for the team. So I, I can live with Kyrie and Bradley Bill being the All Star starters. That's I'm fine with that. Yeah, as long as Jalen also makes the All Star team, and I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 me. Yeah, what about you, Julian? Your guard for the yeah, hands down, Bradley Bill, and yeah, I would have said Jalen Brown as well. I think shout out to someone even harder. Like obviously a predominant, uh, he's played half in the West, half in the East this year, but he's had a good season so far. It's been pretty efficient. Can I just? Um, can we all deep how Harden? Can we deep like how he's actually adjusted and fit into this team? Like someone who's one of the best scorers in the league, sacrificing yeah. ten points, increased yeah. and adapting back into his you know, facilitating ability and playing that role and being the point, finding everyone getting their touches because he's assisting, he's controlling, he's directing. And it's like he, um, the way he's just slotting there and adjusted is, 
is been mad. Yes, okay, I hear they have. Yes, they've taken L's, stupid L's. Like they're gonna lose to Wizards and flipping Shadow Sonics if they was around. But oh, oh, this this L, this L, where oh, this L, yeah. That was dumb. That was definitely dumb because I don't understand why Harris threw the ball like that so quick. Like it just. But the thing is, he he passed it into the corner like that was his guy. Like like. If 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 uh, I can't remember who he passed it, it was the it's the, the white guy that's in the yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, he was meant to pass yeah. trying to pass the KD. No, 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 who's who's twenty four? Whoever twenty four is, he passed it to twenty four as if twenty four was about to take a turnaround three pointer. Like it looked, mm. it looked like what about to be one of the best assists I've ever seen in my life. Perfect, perfect ball placement into the shooter pocket and everything. Like all, all the got straight up, but obviously he kicked it to Russ and Russ hit the shot. But, yeah. It happens. It happens. Good teams lose games. Like they should. They lost twice to Cleveland. That was jokes. Good teams lose games. That's why the Clippers lost. Because good teams lose games. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's why we lost in it. Lakers lost two. Yeah, okay. Okay. We 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 went more than we lose, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why that's why the plus five hundred is plus five hundred, baby. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, move on. Uh, should we just continue to the whole East and then? Yeah, do the East, do the East, man. Okay, yeah. front court. Um, KD, I, I know too. Yeah, K for me, KD and Embiid straight. Yeah. Easy. KD yeah. and Embiid straight. I'm on an anti. I'm on an anti Anis wave. Yanis wave this year. I I can't lie. <laughs> I put I put I put Jason Tatum in there, even though he missed the games, because. I, I'm just tired. I'm bo- like I'm tired of championing guys who are not like who are not producing, who are not like I don't want to say not like not contributing to a win because obviously Yanis always wins games. The Bucks always win games, so I can't say that. But Yanis's play is detrimental to that team. And when you look at guys like Jason Tatum, who who come in. And offensive, they're just smooth with it. Like, who, who would I rather see in the game? 100% Jason Tatum. Call me a hit, I don't care. I'm bored of watching Yanis take take three steps from halfway and dunk in the ball. I don't care anymore. I'm over it. Give, give me give me some skill. Like show show me show me a technical ability that you have developed since being a millionaire in the NBA, please. <laughs> Thing is with Yanis, and I feel is what the problem with. I think everyone is when it's not just watching him. It's just if you did this in the postseason and you were dominant, you were getting to NBA finals and conference finals. I think the conversation would be a lot different. But I think everyone is more bored of, all right, you're that regular season guy. You do your thing, your field goal, your numbers, everything. It just looks great, isn't it? Like your PER is this and your plus five, your plus minus is this. But it's the, it's all about the postseason, and obviously it's a regular season award. It's a regular season All Star award as well. But I feel the frustrations of the public and the NBA is really it, it it's great in the regular season. But for someone to be a great player, it's the postseason that matters. And I'm sorry, the back to back MVP and reigning defensive player of the year has to be doing better in the postseason. He is my starter for me. Like again, he's putting up very good numbers. Um, that East team is dirty. Obviously, the format's different, but the East team is cold. There's a lot of good players in the East now. But, yeah, he just frustrates me, man, because I want... I need to see more for him to be considered 
a great, great player. Like, he's a very good player. He is one of the best players in the NBA. But when people are saying, and it's some of the things back him up, like he's back to back MVP. He's one of the few players, if not, I think it's just him and Jordan that have held MVP and defense player at the same time. It's he's up there, his stats wise and his accolades he's got, it's great. But postseason wise, it's terrible. I need to see more to be convinced as him as a great player because again, LeBron with worse teams got further than him. So <laughs> my, I rest my case in it. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> the guy needs to work on his footwork and post position more as well. I, I'm tired of seeing like the, like you're saying, I'm tired of seeing the free step running up. Like that's the playoffs isn't like that as well. You know, it's not. Like, the game you, slows down. The fast breaks. You're not getting as many fast breaks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you take Yanis now. Imagine now Yanis with MB post moves. That is a huge problem. Huge for And that's, it's just that little twitch, which I think like, I'm not saying he has to develop the most amazing post game ever, but be someone that's just that, because if you're catching in the post, rather than on the three point line, trying to do run and gun, bro, like it's going to happen because once that Chinese wall gets built, when you run into it, you're getting knocked down. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> it's not happening. And you've seen that happen every single season. So don't you think, hmm, what would make it harder for teams to like I I I don't know in it, but yeah, I mean he's he's I know he's gonna end up getting a start and yeah, it's cool. But if Tatum actually took him off, I would say yo, I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't mad. But they're gonna probably make him captain. Yeah, him. they will. They will pay no, no, even MB. In fact, they might as well make MB 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 captain. KD's gonna be the captain, bro. Yeah, KD's leading the vote. Well, that a shadow hands down be KD. Yeah, Bron and KD in it are leading. They're, they're leading the vote. So yeah, so yeah. So, so do you KD want for captain. the captain? KD's captain, Giannis, man, you don't have to start, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had the East because KD wasn't there in it. Like relax. Being real for the for the for the Guala, he's gonna be starting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'll start. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be starting for the Guala, but I wouldn't be mad if, if Tatum was actually there. That one there, I'll say, okay, cool. Be happy. Um, let's go over to the west side. It's where it gets techie. Here's where it gets time. Oh. Guards, who are your two guards? Because, boy. It, it's so hard, bro. Boy. Um. It's so, hard. so I think I think Steph isn't a question. I think Steph yeah. had, I think I think Loki a lot of it is to do with the fact that Steph wasn't playing ball last year. And and people forgot who Steph Curry was. And for the first couple of games, I forgot who Steph Curry was. I weren't tweeting madness saying, oh, he's washed. Da, 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 da. But he's really something that you when you watch him, you need to appreciate his game, bro. Because you'll never ever see another shooter like Steph Curry ever again, ever again, and it's and I think as he's gotten older, like in the last three years or so, it's his it's his inside game that's gotten even better. Like his finisher around the way, I'm not saying it's Kyrie Irving with the spin off the backboard and stuff like that, but his finishing around around the rim is 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 bloaters, the little jump, yeah, it's good. And he's got. He's got every every package as well. He's got all of it, bro. So, yeah, I have to I have to put Steph in there. This is where I got techie because you heard before I was a bit like uh, on Luca, and I think 
as good as Luca has been, and I get his team aren't winning, it's hard to say no to him. Mm-hmm. But Dame Lillard needs his flowers, bro. Dame Lillard needs his flowers. My guy. For me, for me, yeah, Dame obviously. If Steph wasn't around, Dame would be the best guard in the NBA. Maybe the last two, three years, that would have been Dame. Because no one, I, like, Dame is one of the only guys I see score the way he scores. And Steph is no longer the only guy who can shoot 40 foot three pointers consistently. Like, they, that's, that's in Dame's bag now. Like, we know that now. Teams fully know the second he gets one, two steps over halfway, you need to be, like, right in front of him. Otherwise, it's just going to pull it in your face. I say it in your face, but you're not there. So, I'm. I, I went with uh, Steph Curry and Dame Leonard in my backcourt because, can you, can, like, realistically, let's let's just say they happen to get on the same because obviously they're going to mix up the teams. Let's say they happen to get on the same team. I guarantee you they start having a three point shootout. One percent. Mm. They're taking turns. They're taking turns. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna Back shoot here. You now do the other side from there, but follow up, bro. It's gonna be a joke. But I'm not mad at that. Damon, Steph, I'm, I'm not mad at that. Um, obviously, I know Luca will get All Star. I'm not saying I'm done about Star, but obviously he will, he will be an All Star. But yeah, that's the same for me, man. Steph, just the the guy's game is just oh, he the sh- just him shooting and just off just handling. It's just so, it's so beautiful to see, and it's just like the way this guy plays as well. Especially obviously he's been out and then coming in, and a lot of people. I said that he obviously the the words are still going to be asked, but he's not doing too bad. They're not. They're not. They're all. Yeah, eleven and ten, isn't it? It's not literally, bad. literally, the difference if Kelly Oubre played like exactly how he played at the Suns, now it would be a whole different story. Yeah. Like, efforts now because Wiggins still. I'm not even going to talk about him. <laughs> Wiggins. Even 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 if Steph just had Clay. Yeah, yeah like, I'm not saying, and I say just like Clay, like that's not a big deal. Obviously, it's a big deal, but just someone to take a little bit of the attention off him. Curtains, yeah. curtains, curtains. So. Where are the the Warriors in the night seed right now? Yeah, they might be 11 11, but I, I last I checked, they're 11 and 10. I don't know, I think they might. No, have 11, no they're still 11 and 10. Oh, 11 the, and 10, yeah. The Spurs, the Spurs are playing one more game than them, though, isn't it? And the Warriors are playing tonight against Dallas. Yeah, that's massive match tonight, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, you see, and Dame as well. So, the guy is just unreal, man. Like, literally, when you're going to put someone to go toe-to-toe with Steph, you're going to choose Dame straight away. Like, that's that's literally the first person that comes to our mind as well. And the way he's been playing as well, how points of averaging, that he's, he's just been that guy. Like, he's, now it's time to stop stop disrespecting him because he's been snubbed and disrespected a lot. But now it's like, no, we you can't look past him. Yeah, man. For real. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get Luca, but you know, I don't know if it's because Luca gives me like Giannis vibes in terms of, okay, I've seen this, I've seen it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when he first came, like, the first, like, well, this is what his third year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, third season. He was so great, consistent in the first season. Obviously, they make it, but I was like, yeah. And then, you know, last season, we're thinking, you know, this is what Luca does. Maybe it's because I'm unappreciating that what he does because he, he still does put up crazy numbers and, he, you know, he has, he's got a great bag and great game. But, I mean, I always thought because, you know, them people saying that he's going to be 
he's going to be frontrunner for MVP this season and such. You know, I think that's more so the, it. Yeah, it's like the expectations of Luca coming into the season was so high in terms of MVP frontrunner. Like he'll be the one to really be in the mix, and so far he's not shown it. Like he will be an All Star, but the way the team's performing, his numbers are really good. He's playing well individually, but he's not a star in my opinion, in it. Just based off that, in it. Yeah, and and do you know what? Yeah, I know it sounds deep, but he's young in it. Like he's got, he's got, he's got years ahead of him for for him to do this stuff in it. I don't, I don't want people to keep doing what they've been doing with him where they put so much on him that when he doesn't do it and even like Lucas put up crazy numbers and a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of seasons in the 2010s with the numbers he had now he would have won MVP yeah mm. so I, I don't think people need to keep putting stuff on him he, he definitely he's got to be an all-star we know that innit? I just don't I've, I've got I've got Dame slightly slightly ahead of him yeah, that was that was mine too as well. But quick shout out to D Book. He needs to get it this year, man. Come on, NBA, bro. We need to get Devin Booker his first All Star, bro. It's been pending. It's been jarring me off, bro. Every year, like even last year, I think um, somebody pulled out because of injury, and they still didn't call him. No, I swear, I swear, he got it last year. Did he get it last? Well, like, year? Did he get it last year? Or did he not? Or did he get snubbed again? I fully, I fully might be bugged. I know he didn't get voted in. I thought because of injury he got in, but I could have been wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, trip. I'm, I'm, I'm 50 50 because I, I remember someone got voted in. I thought he got snubbed again, but he could have been. The, did he win the three point shootout last year? Let me check this quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he did. He did last year, but he only got there because um, Lillard's, um, Lillard was injured. Yeah. Oh, fair, yeah. Oh, it's it's the And that was, last year he won a three point shootout because I remember in the, watching the three point shootout and I was like, oh, like he wasn't even gonna be here, but obviously because he made the All Star game, they let him come into the three point shootout. And I think he won. I could be chatting rubbish anyway. But yeah, no, I agree. Dame Lillard, Devin Booker deserves. Uh... But again, it's tough. It's tough, man. Like the West is no yeah, joke when it's tough. It's tough, like West, man. It's tough. This is his best chance. I think this is a, it's a very great chance. Because literally, okay, yeah, you've got obviously Dame, Steph, Luca, but then outside of that, the Suns are the sixth seed as well. Yeah, the thing is, the Suns will probably be the fifth seed because of Memphis had so much COVID. They haven't played in a little while, so their their win percentage is higher than other teams, even though they've only played sixteen games. Yeah. So, and I I don't believe in Memphis like to that extent. So I imagine they're going to lose more games, but yeah. Hunt, Fifth, 15 Phoenix Suns, fifth, sixteen. He definitely deserves one of them. Them two between him and Chris Paul deserve to be in the All Star game, and I definitely yeah. Paul this year. So we've got to give the nod to them. That's true. Um, front court. This is easy. But for yeah. me, uh, Jokic and LeBron. Easy too. Straight there. Um, Wait, if, if you really said them two, then the third person is, don't try and gas like it's not Kawhi because you know it's Kawhi. Don't try and do that. Don't try and, don't try and do that. <laughs> I was thinking like, I was waiting to see who was going to say it and I was, my eyes, eyebrows are like, wait, are you because, not going to say Kawhi? All right. Let, let, let. Basically, I, so I, if I had to do it twice, yeah, there's who I wanted to, do, who I want to be in it. 
And that's who should be in it. Who should be in it is LeBron, Kawhi, and Jokic. Because Jokic is balling, LeBron is LeBron, and Kawhi is Kawhi. Who I want to do it was be Paul George, Kawhi, and LeBron. Because ignore the bubble for a minute. Ignore, ignore the bubble for a minute. Ignore the bubble. A big this bubble is ignore. No, no, but Very it's not big. this season. We're voting, we're voting on this season. Like I get, I get what you're saying, but we're voting on this season. And I get like other factors coming into it, but Paul George is playing good basketball this year. And let's not lie. Let's not lie. Let's not lie. Paul George is playing good basketball this year. And he's gonna be an all-star. He's gonna be an all-star. Ronnie, I don't know why you're making these faces, bro. Because he's gonna be an all-star. <laughs> yeah, Paul he's gonna be Paul George is not an all-star this year. I'm never talking about Paul Ronnie, you don't think he'll be all-star? No, he is, he is going to be all-star for sure, but star, get the hell out of here, bro. Yeah, he's not a star. The thing is, yeah, you look at, you look at this, yeah? To be fair, is that he, yeah, there's he's an fair. argument for him. There is an argument for him. There is an argument for him. But for, for me... Because AD's off there of reputation because he ain't playing good basketball this year at all, and you know that. That's fact. He hasn't. AD's yeah, been very lax Andy's been playing like he's 36 and LeBron's been playing like he's 28. Yeah, he's embarrassing. He's Andy's out here playing 25 minutes and he's been around. And LeBron's, LeBron's carrying, LeBron's moving like he was back in, back in Cleveland in 07, carrying a whole team. And it's like, allow it, man. The guys, you know that guy's like, I'm 36. I'm 36. <laughs> I'm 36. <laughs> Allow him, man. The guy is the guy is old, man. But, yeah, <laughs> AD can make it. Like I'm not mad at AD making it, but like if we're talking about who's who's like who's been there, Paul George is playing good ball this year. Yeah, he's cool. Backboard pandemic P. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pandemic P. Oh, Paul George. LeBron, Kawhi, Jokic. Um, Hands down. Yeah. If Paul, obviously, I'm not. I don't think Paul George would get over Kawhi, but if that happened, wouldn't be angry. Um, but uh, Kawhi is going to be there, man. I, I don't think anyone's taken off of the of the claw. So, um, in terms of people making it, though, boy, do you think do you guys? Well, I thought before. Obviously, you guys, obviously, Junior, you say your um, front court to Devin. Do you think Christian Woods going to be also this year? No. 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 You uh, still have a star rep this year, hundred percent. Because because the the West is the West, and Houston ain't been that good. They they've been all right. They haven't been that good. And when you look at the kind of guys that aren't gonna make it, because Christian, bear in mind, like, was it? They'll probably do like seven uh, front court guys and like and like five guards. I can't think. I, Christian Wood hasn't played ball like he's like the one of the best seven front court guys. In the NBA in the West right now, I reckon yeah, he's he's probably the best one of the best fourteen. If there was a backup seven, yeah, he'll probably be in it. But the best seven is yeah, I agree. It's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah, I see AD and Zion getting there. Ingram might maybe I don't know, but but that's that's Ingram should hands down be there. Yeah, he should, he should. But I think I think uh, that's where because what you have to remember is yeah, obviously when you t- once the starters are picked. Yeah, the other seven guys that get picked are by the coaches, and the coaches are going to look at a lot of things. Ingram's probably going to make that list. Uh, Zion will probably make that list as well. Then it's mad when you deep it. The Pelicans can't have two all stars and have the record they have. Yeah, are the Pelicans even 
Bro, they're the, Pelicans, the Pelicans might not get anyone, you know, because they're 14th <laughs> in the West right now. They're down bad. <laughs> I didn't I didn't deep how bad they've been playing. They're down bad. That's, that's bad. That's very bad. Actually, that's not fair. They're, they're, they're what, four games below 500? That's how tight the West is this year, you know? Mm. That that would be a decent record in the East, I swear. <laughs> Probably would. I'm looking at it now. That's 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 the Toronto Raptors. That's the Raptors in the in the East. That's not even terrible. And where are the Raptors? The Raptors are tenth. Yeah. So it's not the worst, but yeah, no, hundred percent. They they might they might not get. They, they I think Zion because they wanted him last year in it. They wanted Zion to be an All Star last year, and he's he's gotten a bit better since last year. So I, I can imagine I maybe Ingram won't make it then. That's a bit sad, you know. I think Ingram should. I think Ingram's been balling, bro. And I think he's a very good player. I really, really, obviously, obviously always liked since we drafted him. And um, if we ever gave them Kuzma and kept Ingram, that would have been the biggest day uh, like I ever could have imagined. Because that would have been hilarious. Does, does that burn you a little bit, knowing that like if you kept anyone but Kuzma, obviously bar Josh Hart, because he was always going. But if yeah. you kept Lonzo... Because even I would rather, if I was the Lakers, rather have Lonzo than Kuzma. Obviously, it was a bit of a problem with... Actually, it wasn't. Him and LeBron played really well together. So, I don't really... Like, Kuzma's looking a bit air right now, bro. And I saw him say something the other day that pissed me off. He was like, oh, when Kawhi was playing on the Spurs, he had to wait his turn to be, like, the guy. I said, bro, like, you're 26 years old. You're two years younger than Anthony Davis. How much waiting are you going to do? Like, you're, you're, not, you're never going to be the guy on that team. Like, ever. Ever, you need to like, with, you need to ball out with what you're given now. You need to be amazing, bro. You gotta understand. We're playing. LeBron's playing his career low minutes. AD's not playing many minutes. He's having a lot of minutes on the court. You know, he's just not doing much. Like he's doing a bit of it. It's not been shocking, but he should be averaging close to twenty. He should be you averaging. He's yeah. Averaging. Like I'm looking. And I feel like. Bi, but I I just feel like they they really wouldn't have accepted it with Bi, like, and oh. I feel yeah, it's, that's that's Pete. <laughs> Kuz, Kuzma played nineteen minutes yesterday, yeah, yeah. He had five points, two assists, and three rebounds. This is Pete as well because LeBron definitely did say that Kuzma is going to be one of the most improved players this season. Pressure. <laughs> yeah, but Kuzma is someone. He's just there for vibes. I look at him. And I don't see that real hunger, grit, determination to to ever say raw. Like, I like I don't look at Kuzma and think I want to be the best player on this team. Like I, he doesn't believe he'll ever be better than AD. I think he's just happy to be there. And I feel, bro, that, he, that's basically it. He's just living in LA. He's a champ. He's playing with LeBron. Now he's with AD. Is a bit like I'm not better than either of them, so I'm just gonna play ball in it. And I think that's his mentality. Like whenever I watch him play, he'll hit a shot, but he's just not hungry. I don't see that real yeah. hunger to be a great player. It is, yeah. He's he's too like when you deep Kyle Kuzma is what six foot nine. He's a six nine power forward who doesn't really like to play inside. So he I think he's a bit airy fairy, like with his game, like he's He's not. He's not aggressive enough, where he should be aggressive enough, 
and he jacks up a hell of a lot of threes as well. Like, like I've seen, I, to be fair, he's not a terrible shooter at all. So I'm not, I'm not that mad at it or nothing like that. And Lakers fans, I don't think should be mad at it either. We just want him to take more. I think that's it's not what he does. It's just him. He doesn't take enough. Like I feel he gets the ball and he's just happy to pass it around. Da, 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 da. He won't take initiative. I right, cool because he does knock down well. And I think that's what I was saying. Like if he played his game and like because I feel when you're watching him, it's like he doesn't. He wants to give it to LeBron or or right, AD's in the post. Let me just dash it to AD. But it's like forget AD being in the post. Use your mid range jumper, which isn't bad, and just hit your shot. Mm-hmm. Or look at AD in the post, call for the screen, get the ball in a nice open space, get your open look and lock down the shot. Don't always, oh, you're on the post, let me lob it up to you. All right, LeBron's to the side. All right, LeBron, you do your thing and do your pick and roll with AD and whatever you want to do. But it's like, let me take... And I think that's that's what I'm saying. I don't believe he believes in his mind he's any better than AD, especially AD, because obviously LeBron's the goal in that. But he can be a better player and really dictate the offence and take it from AD. And I think that's what stops him from being a great player. Yeah, I think he just needs to... What he needs to do is take control and leadership of that second unit. Mm. The second unit is yours. You be the AD and LeBron of that unit and, you know, lead them. That's, that's what he needs to do because he's getting enough comfy minutes and he can... He's getting the right opportunity to do that. Why not? It's like when Levert was at the Nets, where Levert was the second unit. It was him. So I don't see why he hasn't done that. I don't know. Maybe he needs to change his hair color again. I don't know in it, but we'll see. Um, and, I, and I feel he was he was a starter. He was a starter what, a couple of years ago, and I think ever since he's come to coming off the bench. He's just not really had that production the same. I feel he's just kind of got comfy with his role. Relax. You've got the GOAT and AD on your team. You're not that- going... At- like, obviously, yeah, he's he's wavering. It's like, eh, yeah, I, I should go. But, like, look at the two players you have. And he's like, he's getting... He's gotten comfy. That's why he's gotten comfy. He's like, yeah, I can ball out. I might slack a bit. But... This ring might is most likely going to is going to end up coming home. I just have to wait until maybe the games where I really need to, you know, yeah. And that's that's what it seems. That's not, that's not enough, though, man. It's not. It's not. But what do you do? Is he still dating Vanessa Hodges? He was dating who? Vanessa Hodges. Wasn't he linking her? Was he? He's been linking everyone, bro. Nah, he's, he's, he's with that. Um. Oh yeah, no. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before her, he was with um Tyler Hero's girl. Oh, right. He's out. Kuzma's out there, fam. He's just living. Okay, he's, he's living his best life. LA to live to live like he's in LA, and it like like he's if he, when you deep it, he's just, he's a rich he's a rich twenty something year old guy living in one of the most popping cities in the world. Right? And you're playing for the best team in basketball as an NBA champ. <laughs> Life is pretty good, baby. <laughs> Life is good, man. The girls don't know what you average, baby. The girls don't know what you average. <laughs> on a contract with with you guys. Yeah, they, they got to the agreement. So I, I can't remember how much it was. Yeah, I can't remember the numbers, but I think it was a three or four year deal. Might be a three year deal. Because um, three years, sixty. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh, three, yeah. Three, three is three is forty, which is calm. Yeah. 
yeah, that's calm. Considering, that's considering that he was on something like two mil this year. Mm. All right, he's yeah. living in it. He's happy, fam. Yeah. Um. Before, obviously, we uh we go. Just obviously, at the end, a few moments. Um. So we got play of the week, team of the week, and play of the week. So you know, Julia, what, what start start us off? What's your who's your play 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 of the week, player of the week, and team of the week? So my play of the week was there were two in it. It was a Damian Lillard. Um, step back three he hit against the Bulls the game winner with like that was literally with like half a second left it was mad got the ball inbound kind of dribbled it step back dumb and yeah that obviously won them the game then this one here the Russell Westbrook game winner against the Nets propelled them to their uh, what their third or fourth win of the season <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um, yeah I think those were my two plays of the week my play of the week is Jokic uh, got his career and uh, matched his career high um, stopping Utah's like 16 or 17 game win streak whatever it was and my team of the week because of that was the Nuggets because they started off bad this season they were in a similar position to the Mavs they've stepped it up like beating Utah was massive because it stopped a really good run one of the best runs for NBA start of the NBA season and I feel, yeah, they're starting to get their rhythm. He's he's in, he's levelled up his points this year, which I like, isn't it, Jokic? I feel that last year he was just kind of getting there. It was there enough averaging a triple-double, averaging about 21, 22, if I was correct. But this year he's about 27.8, there in 28 points a game. And he's balling out, man. He's balling out. True. I hear that. Um... My play of the week was this man right here. The guy, Ka- Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. I don't know if you're pointing to Harden or Kyrie because they're just hugging each other very closely. <laughs> Motherly love. Yeah. Um, From the back, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Kyrie Clippers, man. I mean, his whole game, his whole, every, it was just. Highlights. Like one thing I'm gonna say quickly is that Clippers, yeah, you've got a problem in Batum. Whoever offense on Batum is an automatic bucket. But um <laughs> because he was getting cooked by Harden, like Kyrie went at him twice, boom, 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 then Harden, boom, boom, then KD. He's like he the the guy had glycoma or something because he it was just all over. Oh him. my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Man said glycoma. <laughs> god damn! But yeah, Kyrie's Euro and he I don't know if there there was two there was a Euro around the tube there was a Euro then he avoided. Um, KD obviously coming from the block, bringing it around. The guy's a magician around the rim, man. Like if it, niggas are lucky that he's six two, because if he was a six five two guard, six six, oh my lord, you you will be finished. Oh, you guys are lucky. It's not even just me who said it. The great Kobe has said it as well. You guys are lucky he's he's six two, bro. If he was my height, oh god, boy. Um. Team of the player of the week, uh, like um, you said, I'll give it to Jokic as well. He's he's still been been on a tear this season. 
And just what he done against the Jazz, man. He he took him for idiot. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just a beast. I just where remind me of myself. <laughs> well, your, your, your former self or your alter ego because none of them are you bro <laughs> well, you know what we done when we went to, when we done two on twos in the park now <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> we held it down yeah. back to back to back win baby yeah um, team of the week Um, I didn't really have a team of the week this week you know I didn't really no I didn't really have a team of the week um to be fair, the Jazz have lost only one <laughs> like, in the whole week. In the, in the last 10 games. In the last yeah, 10 games. Like, it's peak. Jazz are 30, Yeah, besides that, I didn't really have a team of the week, to be fair. You like the Clippers as well? We only lost two. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for him to say anything. Like, just like... <laughs> uh... Rodney doesn't like the Clippers, bro. Let's not say that now. No, you, you don't like them, bro. What do you mean? I don't, I don't like it. Are you, are you crazy? No, Dylan. Dylan loves the Clippers. Yeah, no, but I, I didn't say I don't dislike the Clippers. You just like Paul Dez. It's Paul George, mainly, yeah. No, no, I no, I like... Bro, I, I, you don't I like, like Pat Biff. You don't like Pat Biff. I don't care for... Pat, the guy just runs around and... Sc- I don't care for... What's Pat your problem, then? You're not saying you got to put... Like, who, who do you have a problem with? Kawhi? No one has a problem. No, think, Where did this narrative even come from? I don't have a, a problem against that. I, 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 team of the week, I mean... <laughs> Look, if you don't have a problem with them, when it came to the All-Star, you started at Kawhi. But, but, but. I was just trolling. I was honestly just trolling. I was trolling. Right. I was going to... At really I was starting at Kawhi, but I was going to say Paul George as a... Troll, but that's not really a troll because it could, it, you know what I mean. But no, I don't. I don't dislike the Clippers at all. I don't. I don't like Batum though. <laughs> um, I knew that someone. I, I just, I, I just don't understand that move still. But uh, you know, if that's what works for them, it works for them, innit? But yeah. What about you, Cameron? Uh, player of the week was the. Have you heard about Airbnb? No. Oh. <laughs> Lamelo Ball and uh, uh, Miles Bridges. Did you see that behind the back in the Miles Bridges win? Oh my gosh, I forgot about yeah, that. That was filthy, bro. Like, and and it's like they're like a different version of Zion and Lonzo with mm-hmm. the passing. And there were people before that were. I've I've always been high on Melo. I thought Melo should have been the number one pick anyway. But mm. there are people that were saying that oh he can't he can't pass like his brother, but he can pass as good or better than his brother. I don't I don't see any difference in in, in if anything the way Melo is so risky in his game in terms of he he makes he makes a lot of bad decisions. I'll be honest, he gets a lot of turnovers, but he's willing to make the passing. And bro, them two are going to be a combo as long as they keep them together. They'll be a combo for a while. Just give him an athletic anything, a wing point guard whatever, a big man. And he'll make it happen. So yeah, that hard, oh, bro. That was mad. And I think his bridges is so bouncy, man. He's so uh, no. So he has to be in a dunk contest this season. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's if that happens, isn't it? <laughs> for sure. Um, was it my team? What do I do? Player next year? Yeah, player team. Yeah, whichever way. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it to Van Vliet, you know. Because my guy, he, he dropped, what, the Raptors record 50-54? Yeah. And, you know, like, 
I rate what he's done because where he came from, from going undrafted, playing in the G League, to making the Raptors squad and starting to slowly contribute to being like a big reason why they got into the NBA Finals and actually won a title. To this, like, no, nah, props to him. So I'm giving that to Van Vliet. Uh, I wish the Clippers got him. <laughs> and then <laughs> team of the week, I can't even, I want to give it to the Clippers, but I'm going to give it to Utah because as much as I dislike them for for Gobert, because I think I think it's a joke that you're winning defensive player of the year for being 7-2 and putting your hands up, but whatever. And having no... Op- Bro, that guy is, is offensively inept. Like, he can't do anything. Like, he can't. Jot, one thing he can do, he can shoot free throws. I'll give it to him. He can shoot some free throws. But he's garbage everywhere else. <laughs> no, um, Gobert, yeah, he needs, he needs help. <laughs> but but again, like, they, they just gave him a super max deal for, for putting up... Look, go look... All right. Anyone listen to this, whatever, if you've got time, go on Basketball Reference here. Look up Clint Capella and look up Rudy Gobert's numbers and tell me why Rudy Gobert got given 200 million for five years when Clint Capella's on four year, 15 a year, something stupid like that. But um, yeah, give it to Utah because yeah, you got a, you got a reward winning. And uh they've played they played some pretty decent games in that. Obviously, they got at halftime, they were getting their ass beat by Denver, but you lose, everyone loses a game once in a while, so yeah. That's true. That's very really true. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, that's, do. that's where we'll cut it there. Um, <laughs> boy, what can I say? That <laughs> this whole comment, oh, man, it was, it was, it was funny. And I just, I couldn't wait for coming to, I was just waiting for him to go off because. <laughs> uh, that was funny. We're just, we're just lucky that we didn't even go deep and talk about Rudy Gobert. Otherwise, we would have really hurt. You know, when that when he was crying that time and he made the All-Star? <laughs> it would be worse. <laughs> it would be worse. Wait, no, let's talk about that quickly. How, how can you get rewarded for spreading COVID around? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? We're giving max contracts to guys who are, who are max. Coughing or max in that, yeah. What's going on here, man? Till now, I don't understand how they've actually gave him that choice. Like, it, I, I don't get it. Neither do I. Because he was never... Like, to be given that, you are a elite player in the league, innit? And, like... You know who gets that contract is a top 10 player in the league and Gobert is not a top 10... Gobert's not going to make an all-star team this year. And if he does, it's, it's, it will be a trap. Uh, There's no way that he is. Like... Yeah. I was I would give the same money, but I'd rather invest more money in Drummond than Gobert. At least Drummond offensively can do something like on the glass, he's there. Defensively, he's there. He's yeah. got more than vibes on offense as well. So, boy, that that one there baffled me. But well, like he's he's gonna be on like between thirty five and forty five million a year. That's mad for not playing offense for playing one side of the ball. And that's what Shaq basically said, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, people call Shaq a hater. Oh, like you're hating because no, nah, bro. Like we're speaking facts in it. Like not everyone deserves that supermax contract. If you're not Steph Curry, LeBron, think about there's guys like LeBron and KD who have never touched that contract. Mm. That's never a good point. And you're just chucking it out to to Rudy Gobert. It's Giannis's fault, you know. If Giannis didn't get his, his supermax, Rudy Gobert wouldn't have got his. I have a they could have saved so much money, you know. So much. So much. And really bought in someone else. But hey, that's Utah's problem, isn't it? Why? 
paying off for them right now, though, I guess. Exactly there. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening to Take You to the Rim podcast. Love Cameron for coming on. Yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. No worries, bro. A pleasure. Anything to plug plug out there, put out there as well. Uh, can at me on Twitter at CRLH2110. Uh, yeah, just watch this space, innit? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start thinking of some shit to do because I talk way too much about ball to not make money off it. <laughs> Fam? Fam? Come on, come on. <laughs> Listen, I, we, 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 I know we, you feel we, me in it. Like, I know you feel me in it. <laughs> like, that, that hit the soul. <laughs> that hit the soul. Oh, hey, let's let's take over Sky Sports, man. Let's just get them out. Get them out of here. Oh, those got that guy with um. Was, does he still have an afro, or does he have like the? He's got like a knot now, isn't it? The black, the black guy, and um, oh, yeah, he's garbage. Um, <laughs> do you know what, yeah? have you ever like tried to stream like a Premier League football game and you hear NBC commentary and it's just like this ain't what I want to hear in it <laughs> it's like that it's like that no I don't want to hear it but yeah Sky hit me up man because I promise you I'll get you more views more listens more watches everything. oh bun Sky because that well okay let me not say bun Sky we <laughs> <laughs> don't mind Sky we don't mind Sky, don't mind Sky. <laughs> We mean uh, but bun in slang terms means beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's one of the ones where I, I like, obviously, having you know own platform because it's more obviously there's more leeway with things you can do and you can fit with more wise. It's just like how it is with NBA on TNT. That mm. that that's done being done and it makes it more entertaining and more great to watch as well. And you know they're coming raw, you know, whereas being professionals are like, okay. Yeah, because. Like, yeah, cool, there is stat by stat, but there's also a basketball eye. There's also seeing and saying and, you know, you know what I mean? So These men are, these men are here eating flipping chicken wings with a knife and fork, innit? It don't, it don't make sense. It's dead. It's so dead, bro. <laughs> but yeah, all the link's going to be in the description as well. We'll put it all out there. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Get us out there. We're building, we're getting better. Um, Damn, so, so support, <laughs> support because you know what I mean. Like, it, a lot of people like to talk and hear about basketball as well. Like, get, get it out there, get us out there. Let's get that yeah, game. man, let's just keep pushing this out there, baby. Yeah, man, keep going. We'll see. All our socials will be there. Um, other than that, do not be vibes on offense like really good bear. Try and shoot, unlike Simmons, and <laughs> oh, just, just you need to have variety. Not only <laughs> I try and get some defense, unlike the Nets. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we gonna go there. Don't worry, man. When Drummond or McGee comes, different story. Oh, all right, Rodney. All right, all right. Different story. <laughs> but yeah, man. Other than that, peace out, A-Town. Bless up, everyone.